Vegas Nation, sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports. Download the app and get a bonus up to $100 when you sign up. You're listening to Vegas Nation. Time to get it started with First and Ten with Vinny Bonsignor and Sam Gordon. What's good, Raider Nation? Sam Gordon here on behalf of Vegas Nation, checking in with another edition of Vegas Nation First and Ten. That is your weekly go-to for Raiders news, notes, and analysis. Uh, flying solo today without my co-host, Vinny Bonsignor. Uh, we will get to our good friend Chuck Esposito in a second. But before we do that, want to let you guys know that Vegas Nation podcasts are sponsored by Station Casinos, STN Sports, and presented by the Las Vegas Review-Journal, Blue Wire, and Liquid Death. I uh, enjoyed some Liquid Death over the weekends. The delicious, delicious, crisp, refreshing water, um, nothing better. So make sure you go out there and get some Liquid Death uh, as soon as possible, because even though it's November, it's still important to stay hydrated. Again, uh, we will get to our good friend Chuck Esposito in a second. Of course, want to touch on uh, Raiders-Jaguars briefly. Obviously, the Raiders now at 2-6. and six. Uh, for all intents and purposes, out of the playoff picture uh, with several teams, AFC East, uh, AFC North, uh, playing much better and with better records. It's definitely an uphill climb. Thought Raiders had the had opportunities, obviously went up 17-0, um, blew that and, and didn't execute situationally. Now they shift their focus uh, to the Indianapolis Colts, who are going through uh, some stuff in their own right, uh, hiring Jeff Saturday, uh, dismissing Frank Reich, uh, and bringing in a, a coach with no NFL experience, no NFL head coaching experience. Uh, so that'll be uh, interesting on Sunday. Uh, it's certainly a matchup that I expect the Raiders to win. Quite frankly, uh, they need to win. Uh, if they if they lose at that point, I'm not sure what there's going to be. You know what all there is to say, uh, considering the way that the season is going. Uh, so a game again that the Raiders should win. They back at home at Allegiant Stadium after a couple weeks on the road in New Orleans, and then on the East Coast, staying in Florida uh, in the Jacksonville area. Uh, so again, uh, big one for the Raiders uh, as they try and right the ship. Uh, but now. Uh, it's time for that segment of the podcast where we get to our good friend, uh, Chuck Esposito, Director of Race and Sports for Station Casinos. Chuck, of course, joins us every week here on First and Ten to talk about the Raiders, the Vegas betting landscape, and all things sports. Chuck, how you doing? Welcome back to the show. I'm doing good, Sam. It's always good to jump on with you guys and, and talk a little uh, Raiders and, and football betting. But uh, you're right, a little bit of a head-scratcher for the Raiders. I mean, three times this year. 17-point lead or more that they've blown. They're playing a Colts team that's arguably in disarray. Um, and uh, we've seen the numbers so far start to creep up a bit on the Raiders. Uh, betters haven't fallen off. Um, they're still backing the Raiders. 76% of the tickets are on the Raiders. And I think this number is going to continue to go up between now and kickoff Sunday afternoon. Yeah, I think so too, Chuck. And when you just kind of take a look at the situation in Indianapolis, I mean, really unprecedented. We haven't quite seen it before. Um, at the NFL level. So what? how has that affected the number up to this point? I mean, I imagine not having a, an experienced head coach has to have some sort of effect, right? How much of a change have we seen since that news went in place? I think it's a product of a number of things, Sam. I think that, of course, is, is the big piece of it. But this Colts offense has looked horrible. They've lost three straight games. Uh, their point differential is over 50 points. Um, the strength of that team was the offensive line over the last several years, yet that hasn't been the case this year. Matt Ryan was just a sitting duck when he was out there. They haven't been able to do anything offensively. Jonathan Taylor has been banged up. And I think you've seen this number um, open at six, go to six and a half, six and a half juiced. And I think it's going to go to a full touchdown um, at least mm. before we kick off on Sunday. We're definitely going to be Colts fans come Sunday. Um, you know, it's a big number. Not sure if – the Raiders can cover this number, but it, it's a big number. And I think, you know, it, it, can Sam Ellinger, does he have enough 
um, you know, to exploit this Raider secondary um, to keep this one close. The big key, of course, is getting Jonathan Taylor back. But uh, again, no question, we're going to be Colt fans on Sunday afternoon on our side of the counter. Absolutely. Raiders back again at Allegiant Stadium this Sunday, hosting the Indianapolis Colts. Chuck, before we get to uh, the rest of the games this week and, and taking a kind of an inside look at, at week 10 here, uh, week nine is over. That means we have passed the, the halfway point at, at, of the NFL season. For you, I want to ask, biggest surprise thus far in the NFL season? I think there's a couple, to be honest with you, Sam. I think, you know, maybe the success in the AFC um, of the Jets being 6-3 and three, uh, kind of jumps off the page a little bit to me. Um, we talked about the Raiders and then the Colts as maybe two of the bigger disappointments. <clears throat> NFC, I think it's a, a host of teams. I think the Eagles being 8-0, uh, Cowboys and Giants both 6-2. and two. Um, uh, the, the Seahawks, though, at 6-3 and three is the real stunner to me. And the struggles of the 49ers at four and four, the Rams at three and five, the Packers at three and six, and the Bucks at four and five are all stunners to me. The league seems upside down a little bit when you look at each division. I think going into the season, we talked about it, we critiqued it, we kind of had the teams we thought would win the division. That clearly mm -hmm. isn't the case in half the divisions right now. But I think you have to look at the Seahawks at six and three on a four game winning streak and say they are the number one biggest surprise in the NFL right now. Yeah, absolutely. Chuck, no doubt about that. Playing well on a number of facets. Uh, they, of course, are in Munich, Munich Germany, uh, right? Playing abroad against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who may have salvaged their season last week with that comfort behind victory uh, over the L.A. Rams. Vintage Tom Brady, I thought, for, for one of the few times this season, Chuck. Um, on that last drive, again, Bucks giving two and a half, the total 44 uh, and a half. Quite frankly, Chuck, I was a little surprised when I saw this, considering how well Seattle's played and how much Tampa Bay has struggled. Can you walk me through this matchup from your side of the counter and your perspective? I can, Sam, and I think it's a product of, hey, it's Tampa, it's Tom Brady. Uh, they're expected to be there at the end. Um, we know that he's had distractions off the field. We know that their offense hasn't played well. Um, they're probably still going to be able to win the South even with a nine and seven or nine and eight record, um, you know, they may even win it with a below 500 record. That's how weak the South is. I think when you look at Seattle, nobody expected them to be in this spot right now. Um, you know, they're three and one at home, three and two on the road. They've won four straight games, but I still think there's a lot of non-believers out there. It is, mm -hmm. Can Geno Smith sustain this throughout the course of the season? I think the big plus that you've got Lockett and Metcalf at wide out Kenny Walker has been a, a steal, looking like in, in the draft as far as running back goes. But can they sustain the way they're playing right now and still hold off the Niners and maybe the Rams um, is the big question. And I think that's why you're still seeing Tampa the favorite. And I think this game is going to tick up to three industry-wide just because it's Tampa and Brady in what, what is perceived as hey a value point spread against an overachieving Seattle team right now. Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today. You may start noticing there are strange tall boys of beer in the bottled water section of your local stores. Well, it's not beer. It's actually mountain spring water from the Alps, and it's called Liquid Death. And it's available in still, sparkling, and three other flavors. Why is this water called Liquid Death? Well, basically, it'll brutally murder your thirst. And their infinitely recyclable tall boy cans are helping bring death to plastic bottles. They also donate 10% of the profits from every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. 
aluminum is infinitely recyclable and can actually be profitable for recycling facilities. One day I was at work in the cafeteria and saw the Las Vegas Review Journal was carrying liquid death in the vending machine. So I sat drinking one at work while eating my tacos just to fake my coworkers out and make them think I was having an icy cold tall boy with lunch. Go get liquid death at your local Smith's, Walmart, Sprouts, or find a liquid death retailer near you with their store locator tool at liquiddeath.com slash Vegas Nation. That's liquiddeath.com slash Vegas Nation. Would be a statement win for sure for the for the the Seattle Seahawks if they're able to go into Munich uh, and take care of business and of course a crucial win a signature win for Tampa Bay this year given their struggles. Um, Chuck, moving along the schedule, I think one of my favorite matchups this week. I mean, how could you not like this one? Uh, the Buffalo Bills coming off of their loss, their stunning loss to the New York Jets, giving three and a half to the Minnesota Vikings, who are seven and one uh, and feel like they're the least discussed seven and one team of all time, playing close game after close game, yet they've been brilliant situationally uh, and find themselves in the mix uh, in the NFC. I, I love this matchup, Chuck. Uh, potential Super Bowl preview, not necessarily going to go that far right now. I think the Vikings still have a little bit of proof, little bit to prove, uh, but what what a opportunity for them and what an opportunity for the Bills to get back on a winning track after their disappointment against the Jets. Well, in all honesty, Sam, I mean, this number is based on uh, Josh Allen not playing. Um, this, mm. this number was a full three and a half or four points higher when we first posted it on Monday. It's looking more and more like Allen won't play. Not confirmed yet, but I just can't imagine. You're Josh Allen. You're, you, the Bills are the Super Bowl favorite. Our AFC NFC prop is based on the Buffalo Bills. I just think that's a winnable game for them at home um, without him. Uh, granted, mm-hmm. Minnesota's seven and one, but usually when you don't see a starting quarterback, an elite starting quarterback in the caliber of Josh Allen play, it is around a touchdown difference. It's only been about a three and a half to four point difference um, right now. I think it's a product of they're at home. We know how good they are at home. You kind of alluded to the Vikings a little bit kind of surprise, smoke and mirrors, a lot of close games. Um, but I think it's Keenum too that he is a veteran quarterback behind Josh Allen, he can step in and run that offense if need be. But if he's not going to be there, Allen, it's not going to surprise me to see this number come down even a little bit further. But the drop in the three and a half is definitely a product of Josh Allen more than likely not starting at Sunday, not starting Sunday at home against Minnesota. The irony, Chuck, of Case Keenum and Stephon Diggs starting again, uh, the battery again together against the Minnesota Vikings in one of the marquee matchups of the week. Wouldn't that be something? Um, Moving along, Chuck, again, a number of interesting matchups, one that I'm going to keep a particularly close eye on um, this week, Dallas Cowboys giving five and a half uh, to the Green Bay Packers. uh, Total there, 43. Uh, Another underachieving Green Bay team, Chuck, I think a lot of us thought they would be a lot better, and here they are. Their offense is yet to get on track. Uh, And the Cowboys, one of the more complete teams in the league coming off of a bye. Uh, another fascinating matchup. What would it say uh, about Dallas if they're able to go in there and get a signature victory on the road against Green Bay? You know, I think it says a lot, but I'm just not sure of how signature it is right now because I don't know if the Packers are any good, Sam. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they've lost mm-hmm. five games in a row. They're just a pedestrian two and two at home. Um, the, they didn't go out and make that move for a big time wideout. They say that they were engaged on a few including Chase Claypool, but for whatever reason, couldn't get it, couldn't get the deal done. I still think the number is really high. Um, you know, in this game, it's still the Packers, it's Lambeau. Um, I don't think mm-hmm. that, that Dak has played great since he's come back, 
but it's a Cowboy team that is really good defensively, and some of these young Packer wideouts are going to have to really step it up. Um, but Pac, uh, you look at the Cowboys, they're in a really tough division in the East with the Eagles at 8-0 and the Giants at 6-2. and So to keep pace, they have to keep winning games like this. Uh, but I'm just not sure if Green Bay is any good at this point. Um, again, 3-6, uh, and six, and they've lost five straight games. Tough task against the Cowboy defense. I just think the no number question. is big. Yeah, absolutely. No question about that. We will see how that looks uh, on Sunday. And, and then the nightcap, right? Good matchup. The Niners giving a full seven to the Chargers, total 45 and a half. Chuck, two teams that I, I still think were at the midway point of the season where they're still figuring out their identity. The Chargers uh, dealing with a myriad of injuries and still, you know, piecing it together, uh, remaining competitive in the AFC West. But I don't know if we've seen them at their full capability. And same with San Francisco. That's certainly the sense that I get at this point. What do you think? Yeah, I agree, Sam. I think this number is really big too at a touchdown. I think the Chargers are still five and three. They're three and one, three and and one away. They've had a lot of injuries for whatever reason. That seems to be the Chargers' mo almost every year that they seem to have a lot of injuries. They need to get those guys back healthy again. Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, um, get that offense healthy again. But I think when you look at the Niners, although they're four and four, for me, you can still make a serious case that they're the best team in the NFC. Um, I know the mm-hmm. Eagles are 8-0 right now, but if this Niner team is healthy defensively with the addition of McCaffrey on offense and you've got, you know, Debo Samuel and Ayuk and Kittle, um, and you just ask Garoppolo to kind of manage the game, I think that uh, the Niners are really, really good. I think they're a team that we could be talking about in late January, early February, um, but I do think this number is a little big um, based on where these two teams are at right now. Don't forget the Niners are only – 4-4 uh, four and four at this point and still trade all the Seahawks by a couple of games. Absolutely. They have some work to do in that NFC West. Uh, we'll get out of here with this one, Chuck. Eagles giving 11 to the Commanders. Uh, total there, 43.5 as they host their rival Washington. But I want to get to this. Uh, Eagles prop, plus 900 that they go undefeated the rest of the way, minus 2,000 uh, that they don't. When you take a look at the schedule, I think there's a case to be made, hence the prop, right, Chuck? I, I mean, but I think it's an awfully tall task hence the odds reflecting that. Uh, but interesting to see the prop posted and interesting to see those numbers nonetheless. You're right, Sam. You look at their strength of schedule, and it is something that looks achievable based on that. But as we've seen, the double-digit favorites fall of late, the parity in the league, the upside-downness of so many of the divisions and, and overall top teams to bottom teams, I'm not sure teams want to go undefeated. I know it sounds weird. I mean, in a perfect world, of course, the Eagles would love to go. But it's more important that they go into the postseason healthy, that all their guys are playing really well. They're healthy at that point. Um, they have a couple of tough games on their schedule still. They played the Commanders once this year, and, and I think that was Hurts' most yards passing. They seem to be clicking on all cylinders right now. Commanders come off a really bad loss, let one sw- uh, slip away uh, last week against Minnesota. Um, it's a huge number on the board right now. I just think this Eagle team at home and the way that offense is playing, they can run and they can pass. They're a really dangerous opponent for anybody right now. Absolutely, Chuck. Before we let you get out of here, anything else that you want to uh, – anything other talking points with Week 10 as the slate of games and the regular season continues? I, I guess, Sam, it's just to, to watch some of these young quarterbacks and see, you know, what the development's going to be. Uh, you know, you, you look at the way that J, um, Justin Fields played with the Bears, um, you know, the rushing yards, the way he's kind of developed uh, with Komet right now. Can Chase Claypool take that next step? Um, anxious to see kind of where he's at right now. And if he's able to really, you know, build on what he's done the last couple of weeks. And, uh, hey, Giants have a chance to, to move, you know, to seven wins. 
Um, there's a number of teams that can really kind of improve their, their position right now. Um, but I think the games that we touched on, uh, none's bigger than probably that, uh, that Cowboy-Packer game on Sunday afternoon. Absolutely, Chuck. Two of the Blue Blood franchises in the NFL uh, squaring off in the late, in the late uh, slot. So we appreciate your expertise. And always, Chuck, we look forward to our conversation um, next week. And, and again, as, as there is every week, always going to be plenty of talking points uh, with, with what promises to be a wild NFL season. Thank you so much, Chuck. We appreciate it. All right. Thanks, Sam. Vegas, get in on the sports betting action and get on the SDN Sports app. With 14 convenient sign-up locations across town at Station Casinos, Wildfire, and El Cortez, you're only a few minutes away from getting started, no matter where you are in town. With a huge menu of betting options and points back on your bets, STN Sports is the strongest betting app out there. So sign up today 